Let's just turn our hands toward the Lord tonight. Would you just prepare your heart? We've all had a long day, school and work, and we're here tonight to hear the Lord. And the only requirement for hearing the Lord is listening, because He's speaking. So I want you to pray over yourself that the Lord would give you listening ears, hearing ears. We don't have to beg Him to speak. We just have to prepare ourselves to hear Him. So Father in heaven, we're coming tonight with open hands, with clear eyes, pure hearts. And we're coming tonight because we know that you want to speak to the people who love you. Because you love us more than we can possibly imagine. And so tonight, would you give us the ability to hear, to discern. Lord, to be sensitive to every word you're about to say. Lord, so we welcome the work of the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit into our world, into our lives, into our imagination, into every part of our world tonight. Prepare us now to receive and to listen, to be changed, not just to hear your word, but to be changed by it. Lord, to be moved by it. Lord, to be sent out by it. So come, Lord, and speak to your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, it's good to see all of you tonight. Have a seat just for a moment. It's good to be with you. Thank you guys for leading us in worship tonight. Love that. How many of you have never been in a presbytery service? How many of this is your first time? No, don't have to be embarrassed by raising your hands, okay? And that's great. There's a lot of you that's the first time. Let me tell you something about these gatherings. These types of gatherings have been happening in the local church for 2,000 years. From the very beginning of time, when the early church was birthed by the Holy Spirit, it became very obvious to the people of God that God was speaking, that we could hear him. And what would happen when they began to worship and read the scriptures and when they were together, the Holy Spirit would begin to prompt the people around them to speak to each other. In 1 Corinthians 14, when Paul was telling a very young church in Corinth about this gift of prophecy, he said, speak to one another to strengthen, encourage, and to comfort. So I want you to say those three words out with me, to strengthen, to encourage, and to comfort. So maybe you've had uh, some bad experiences with prophecy. Most people that I talk to have had the angry prophet and the good prophet, right? You've had these experiences. Well, let me tell you what's going to happen tonight. The Holy Spirit is going to speak through some, some pastors that I've invited, and they're going to speak to the leaders of our church about strengthening, encouraging, and comforting. And they are going to confirm what a lot of these candidates have already done. I call them candidates, but they're leaders in our church. A lot of things they've already been praying about. I've asked them for the last few months to prepare themselves for tonight. So they've come in fasting and praying and seeking the Lord's confirmation and direction. But a lot of what they're going to hear tonight is just going to be affirmation for what God has already shown them and spoken to them. They may hear some new things tonight. They may be surprised by something. But most of the time, it's going to be comforting and affirming. And it's going to be, uh, it's going to just tell them that the Lord has heard their voice and that they've heard God. It's going to be a very, very, very encouraging night for them. And then after these three leaders, three groups of leaders have had these words spoken over them, we're going to just see if the Lord is speaking to any of you. And don't run out of here. I promise you, you'll get, you're going to get the same treatment as the leaders. You're going to get strengthened, you're going to get encouraged, and you're going to get comforted. And I believe that we all need that. I can tell you, I was just thinking during worship, how often these types of gatherings have changed my life with Pam. Pam and I, our lives have been changed and shaped 
uh, by prophetic presbyteries. Uh, so many times, Pam and I have been in gatherings like this and received words that have literally changed our lives. So my heart as your pastor at New Life Church is that we create environments like this all the time where we worship together, where we hear the scriptures, and where the Holy Spirit is allowed to speak freely among his people so that we leave strengthened, encouraged, and comforted. Are you okay with that? You good with that tonight? So I, I want to invite our presbytery team to come up. Uh, welcome these three men. I'm going to introduce them. Come up, Pastor Tom, Pastor Wayne, Pastor Preston. Sit right here. Welcome these guys. Uh, for those of you that have been a part of these services, you know these three men. Um, pastor Tom Lane, I'll start there. Pastor Tom uh, has been my pastor and my friend for a long time. I was thinking 25 years probably, at least. A uh, long time uh, that he's been my friend. Since 2004, uh, no, 1994 is when we met you guys. That's right. I don't know, but I'm not good with dates, and you know that, all right? But it's been a long time. <laughs> I can't remember my wife's birthday half the time, which is August 6th, by the way. So um, in case you forgot. Uh, the, uh, so Pastor Tom is uh, a part of the senior leadership team at Gateway Church. He's, been, he's, been an, he's an overseer for he, us here. He, he's a pastor of pastors, and he loves you. He loves his church, and I'm so grateful to have Pastor Tom Lane. So would you welcome Pastor Tom with us tonight? Love him. Pastor, Pastor Wayne and his wife June are from Russellville, Arkansas. 40 years or so, they, over 40 years, 45 years, they have pastored the same group of people in Russellville, Arkansas, and they have been dear friends almost as long as we've known Tom and Jan. Uh, and they are just, uh, Pastor Wayne uh, taught me how to operate in this gift by watching him and listening to him. He teaches people all over the world how to engage the voice of the Lord. And so we're so grateful to have Pastor Wayne Drain. So would you welcome Pastor Wayne? And... And, and all, a lot of you, those of you who attend New Life North, uh, heard Pastor Preston Morrison over the weekend. He is from Gateway Church in Scottsdale. Yes, welcome him. He um, planted Gateway Church in Scottsdale six years ago. He and his wife, Holly, have three kids, and they are doing fantastic work in Arizona. And we're grateful to have you, Pastor Preston. Love you so much. And so, all right, so we're going to call couples up here, okay? Now, this is not a spectator sport. This is for you to participate. And let me tell you what I want. I want you to pray for those receiving the words, pray for those giving the words, but I want you to do a third thing because it's obvious you're supposed to pray for those two things. Let me tell you the third thing I want you to pray for. I want you to pray that the gift of prophecy be stirred up in your life. Because if all we do is hear prophecy and walk out of here, that's really not, it'll be some benefit to that. But what will be powerful is if the gift of prophecy is stirred up in all of us and we walk out of here convinced that we can do this. You, and you can, by the way. You should, by the way, speak and give words to people to encourage them, right? So we do those three things. Pray for those that are receiving the word. Pray for those giving the word. And pray that the gift of prophecy be stirred up in your own life. That we walk out of here after these three gatherings changed by the Holy Spirit. Okay, you okay with that? All right. I'm going to take your word for it. All right, so we're going to invite our first couple up. I can't wait for this. David and Christine King, come on up here. Would you welcome them?
Okay, begin to pray. Just, just pray, and they're going to go when they're ready. But you, you can pray out loud. We're a loud church. You can pray silently, quietly, loudly, however you want, but just pray for them right now. Good evening. Doing all right? This won't be very painless at all. Uh, David and Christina, right? Christine. Uh, I saw you. I had a couple number ones all I had, so they just told me you were David and Christine. I saw you both moving from the back burner to the front burner. Uh, You are ambassadors of this house, carrying a message of hope. Multiple involvements in the church and the community. Together you have large capacities to minister to the Lord and to minister to people. Strong servant leadership example that inspires and goes out in front. Uh, You would prefer behind the scenes, uh, but you're not going to be able to stay there. There's a whole generation of young guys coming that need you. Uh, uh, You're coming through a season of change, uh, David. Starting to find your new rhythm, there seems to be more time to catch your breath now. Uh, A recalibration is actually positioning you to get more done with less effort. And your wife's really happy about that. Uh, It's a good and a timely change. You're an encourager that God uses to rally the troops to advance the kingdom. Uh, You're always around doing what you need to do. Uh, I come to remind you that you're a family man, first and foremost. You're a good dad. You're a champion of a husband. You've doubted yourself, but that's the truth. You're a good dad. And you're a champion as a husband. It's time to spread your wings and catch the wind of revival that is beginning to blow across the family of God. Just serve practically. Live expectantly and love extravagantly. And worship with all your heart. Uh, That's who you are. You're a worshiper. And all your good stuff comes from that place. Christine, uh, I saw this before I saw you. And I was thankful that I saw this before I saw you. Uh, There's an elegance in the way you carry yourself. There's a quiet dignity that is not easily ruffled. You have an amazing production output. It's amazing the work you can get done. The Holy Spirit has had you in a season of receiving input that is refilling your tanks so you can resume production with more peace as you go. Peace has been a little elusive. But the Prince of Peace is always near. You just have to turn toward him. Um, Yes, your leadership is authentic. Yes, your leadership is anointed. What you're doing is impacting lives more than you know. Your primary ministry is to minister to God in worship and prayer. That's your primary ministry. Uh, Your next priority ministry is to your family. And I saw some world changers over there if those kids are yours. Uh, And you have a strong prophetic gift. Speak what you hear. Proclaim what you see. Write it down. Send it to others. And I saw that you are a noble woman of great value in this house. Hey, how are y'all? Doing all right? David, how you doing? I don't think we've ever met, have we? All right. Nice to meet you in front of all these people. Uh, 
Yeah, how, how about this for random, all right? Uh, sometimes I just, I, the Lord will give me a picture, sometimes a sentence, sometimes a phrase, and then sometimes just completely randomness. Uh, and here's what I heard. Chief scavenging officer. I've never heard that before in my life. Chief scavenging officer. You're a scavenger. I saw you in a forest following like a, a, bre- a trail of breadcrumbs that no one was paying attention to. People were minimizing it. It, it, it was just, it, it's off the path from where everybody else is really paying the most attention. And you were diligently, as though the lives of your children depended on it. I, I just saw you scooping up these breadcrumbs and, and you weren't even looking ahead. Like you, you legit, you don't even see what's ahead, which is so, there's an innocence and a purity about you. You just keep your head down, whatever God asks you to do. And I see you just picking up these little uh, crumbs of bread. And then all of a sudden, it, it's like you've gone and you've gone and you've gone. And it's been a long season of scavenging. And then all of a sudden, it was like you came out of this forest and you see this wide open field and you go from picking up crumbs of bread to a huge field and all there is is soil. There's no fruit. You go from crumbs and, and I kind of thought I expected in this little video to, to see, oh man, there's going to be like this amazing field of fruit. Something's on, on the outside. Uh, no, there's just dirt, bro. There's just dirt. <laughs> but it's fertile soil and there's nobody in this field. They don't see it. They haven't heard it. They haven't heard of it. It's not on their GPS, but God has been leading you down this path and you didn't even know it was a path. And I just saw you stepping out into this field and I really have a word for the two of you, but I'll, I'll wait till the end. Uh, but, but here's an encouragement I just want to submit to you. Uh, it, I focus on that word scavenger. Uh, you need to focus a little bit more on the word officer. I just sense the Lord saying, it's time to stand up. It's time to stand tall. It's time to take authority and walk in that authority. You, you're a little sheepish, and, and it's not bad. You're just a humble guy. You know, you're not going to step on anybody's toes but it's, it's time to start leading in a way that you haven't before. I'm, I would bet everything to my name that this woman right here has been pushing you a little bit in a godly way, saying, you know you can. Come, come on, stand up, stand up. And you're, you, here you are. It's just, you're just going along because something in you knew. But you're going to have to stand up and you're going to have to strengthen thyself because this field isn't going to be one of those situations where you just get to occupy it and there's no opponent. Opponents are coming from multiple sides, but don't worry. And you're not worried, but you've got to step into that authority. It's time to let some arrows fly, David. <coughs> Notice I said arrows. I didn't want to be the cheesy one and said, let the rock fly. You know, it's time to start flinging some arrows. All right? Take that authority. You've been faithful on this trail of breadcrumbs. Everybody else would have turned around and gone to Chick-fil-A. Well done. You're almost there. But make sure when you get there, you keep sowing the way you always have, and you stand taller than you ever have. Sorry to put my finger at you. Christine, how are you? 
Doing all right? Uh, here's the phrase I heard for you. Holy frustration. Holy frustration. My word. It's a holy frustration. And not a, like, holy Batman. Like, there is this thing rising up in you. And while his head is down, your sense of justice is on fleek right now. It's, I don't even know what that means. I just heard my kids say it before. There's this thing rising up in you, and it has everything to do with the seed that's got to go into the ground of this field that he's walking into. I mean, I just saw you just flinging seed just everywhere, and and it's something you've been, part of the frustration is you've been asking for this particular thing for some time, and it's been a a lesson in waiting, and it's taken some serious waiting. And there's been some unholy frustration at times related to the waiting, but it hasn't crossed the line. You just knew deep down there is more. I was made for more. And you knew it was coming, but you didn't know when. Now, one of the things I just sensed the Lord kind of saying, I'm not going to point my finger at you. Um, the, the sensitivity with which you deliver a sentence If you will strengthen that part of your life, God is going to give you phrases, sentences, paragraphs, pages, chapters, books. But it starts with the sensitivity, the way in which you say what you hear him say to you. I saw you just being deadly in this season as you just kind of, some of the, the edges are softening, and I saw you just wrecking people at coffee. Just the word of the Lord, but it being sensitive and strong. Strong's never been a problem, but the sensitive. I saw people just breaking. Okay, now for the two of you really quickly. This is a new season. This is not one of those generic words. This is a new season, and you need to know something. There are some sacrifices ahead. I just, I felt it really strongly. You, you felt like you've sacrificed a lot. So there's a part of you that hears that sentence and you go, you gotta be joking me right now. You've been sacrificial. You've been faithful. There are a few more sacrifices ahead. And, and here's, I'm gonna submit the sentence to you. Don't hold on. Just let go. You're gonna be tempted to white knuckle it. You're going to come to a fork in the road, and you're going to want to go like this. And if you'll just go like this, that field is on the other side of that decision right there. God bless you guys. Hey, David. Well, they've said it before, but I'll remind you again. when, uh, When we were praying for you, you were couple number one to us. So it's just interesting to me because I know some things that, I, that seems to fit. And I, I pray when I ask for these words that God would help us to see you as a candidate the way he does. And I think it's interesting. So when I, when I started praying for you, here's the first thing I got. A go-getter, man of action, an activator. You are focused on task. Uh, you love the Lord, you love the word, you're a defender of truth, you love people, more as the product of the work that you do, 
because you've seen it, it. When you get involved with people, it's messy. And, and messy is not fun. It's hard work. It's time-consuming. Uh, it's difficult to measure the progress that you're making. And you, when you're focused on tasks, you like to know. You have markers that you want to meet. And uh, you want to know that you're meeting those markers. I saw you in a teaching role, developing presentations and content, curriculum, equipping equippers. Uh, there's a leadership gift in you that is deep, uh, uh, deeper than it is broad. You're better as a leader when you're focused on a, uh, on a specific area. Uh, you, you dive in, you, you mentor well, you teach well, you lead well. Um, you're a dedicated disciple. Solitude is important for your creativity. And there's a worshiping expression that comes out of your life, David. Uh, it's, it's demonstrated and it's, it's based on truth. It's not based on emotion. You're not an emotional driven person. You're a truth driven person and worship comes out of that, that fact. There's a leadership gift and a, a strong leadership gift that's narrowly focused. Uh, get ready, there's some great new opportunities coming your way. Christine, I saw this when I started praying for you. Beautiful, gentle, quiet before God, submitted, devoted, and yielded. And I, I know you, what I know of you, that's really true. That's, that's, that's just a special statement from God to your heart, to the way he sees you. Independence and rebellion are not in you. You love people and activity and fun. The more the merrier. You're an initiator of hospitality and connection. Great facilitator of people and gifts for service and ministry. Your heart beats strong for helping people grow. Personally with the, with the Lord, in service to him, and in relationship with others. You display... Uh, uh, you're, you're a display leader influencer, and by display, I mean you don't have to do anything. People just notice you. You're on display, and God points you out in ways that you never know as someone to em emulate. Uh, you lead by influence and by example. You're a model for people to follow. You two are a great couple in this house. God bless you. I, uh, I want to invite our elders and our pastors to come up and pray over them. David and Christine, uh, David is a, a assistant principal, a principal, assistant principal. Are you a principal now? Are you a principal in our local District 20? And Christine oversees all of our small groups. And, the, and they just bought a hobby farm, which is not a hobby. It's like a full-time job, it sounds like to me when I watch you. The, the analogy of soil and planting and being faithful and connection and pastoring and hospitality these beautiful words over the two of you. Uh, I want you to know, they, our three uh, prophetic uh, ministers don't know anything about them until they walk on the stage. They don't know ahead of time who they're praying for. They literally walk up and see them for the first time. So the words you hear are really just supernatural and how accurate they are. So, wow, all of you came. That's awesome. <laughs> all right. Yeah, Pastor Stephanie, pray over them tonight. And Father, I thank you for the word that's been spoken over David and Christine. And Father, we agree in the spirit for what you have spoken. Father, your word does not return void. Father, you will continue, Father, the process. Continue, Father, to reveal the uh, truth from your Holy Spirit for the words that have been given. Lord, we pray your blessing over David and Christine and their children and their family. 
Father, that their children will rise and call you blessed. Father, that their marriage will be strong and mighty. Father, we thank you for the ministry that um, is within each of them. In Jesus' name, we all said? Amen. 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 I, 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 last year, after all of these services were over, a lot of our staff said that the prophetic words were great, but what was most meaningful to them was to have all their friends come up and pray over them. And that's one of the reasons we do that, just have all their friends come over and pray for them and lay hands on them, and there's something powerful about that. All right, you ready? Okay, that, our next couple is Sam and Helen Cameron. Would you welcome them? Come up, Sam and Helen. All right, start praying. Don't watch. Pray. Watch and pray. Hello. Okay, I haven't met you before, I don't think, but I know Sam. He's come to Scottsdale a couple of times. We'll have Sam anytime he wants to come. Uh, it's Helen, right? Um, well, it's wonderful to meet you. Uh, heard, heard this, and kind of saw a picture with it. Huts out of mud. You take mud, messy, junky, ugly stuff that a lot of beautiful, pretty people stay away from, and I just saw you putting your hands in some of the nastiest junk, what the world will call junk, and just taking it and forming it and turn, turning it into something that's more than just livable, something that's preferable. I, I just saw you, you, I heard you just singing as you do it. There's no... Um, there's just no ugliness. It, it's just, there's patience. I saw you just sitting with these ladies and just, I, I mean, people who, who have experienced the impatience of many people and the frustration of many sit down with you and feel a love that they haven't experienced before. And part of it is because you're not intimidated by their mess. It, it doesn't scare you. It doesn't bother you. In fact, it's what you're great at. You just get in there and you, you it's like some people play in sand, you play in the mud. <laughs> and from time to time, you bravely jump into quicksand. And I saw you just going in feet first, not even thinking for a moment what might happen to you. And I just, it's like I saw the Lord just standing there watching this whole thing unfold, shaking his head going, are you kidding me? She's doing it again. And Helen, I just want, I want you to hear what I heard the Lord say in that moment. She will see my response. I have been storing it up. Every hut, every dive into the mud, every rescue mission into the quicksand. I have watched every moment and I've watched her heart every second. She will see my response. And this is not one of those the packages in the mail kind of words. This package is too big to say it like that. It's going to take some time to deliver. But it goes down to something you have begged God for for many, many years. And the Lord's saying, oh, it's coming. I'm doing it. You're not going to have to do it. I am going to do it. 
And when you ask me why, I'm just going to point back at the mud and all of those people. I can just stay here for about half an hour, but I won't because I'll get in trouble. Helen, you're amazing. I can see what he saw on you. This is, this is Sam. How did this happen? <laughs> Sam, a lot of respect for you. I obviously know Sam a little bit and have spent some time with him. Uh, and and just, just heard a, a sweet challenge of the Lord. Um, uh, you, of course, you've done a lot of things in life. You could do a lot of different things. But I kind of just sensed um, we were riding through a, a school zone, go, going kind of slowly. The car can go really, really fast, but we're going a little slowly through a school zone. And I kind of, the Lord wasn't, I didn't feel like he was tapping his foot. I felt like he was cheering you on. And, and it kind of had this uh, Benaiah vibe. It was like I, I felt the Lord just uh, agging you on is the right word, not the right word, but it was like, come on, Sam, let's go. It was like he was gearing you up for another fight. And I just saw you all of a sudden, it's like you got out of the car and, and it just stops in the school zone and you just start running faster than the car was going. And I, and I just saw the Lord just, it, it, and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit in, in a new way. You weren't running as quickly as you could. You were running a lot faster than you're capable. I saw it, it was like the breath of God behind you. But I really heard him just, just not cheering, but, but encouraging and, and saying, come on, Sam, let's go. Let's go do it one more time. Let's go. Let's go. And I'm not saying like one more time, one year. This is a season. This is an extended period of time. And it's a big boy fight. But I jumped into that pit with a lion like a crazy person. There's a little bit of crazy. You're going to need the anointing for crazy, Sam. It's time to get crazy again. Things have been a little predictable. You could answer some, a lot of these questions in your sleep. What to do, where to go, how to do it. And I saw things getting highly unpredictable. Which, depending on how you feel in this season of life, you may see that as a curse, but it's not because it involves some things Good. that you were divinely wired to do. Good You're ready. You're ready. Don't sit down. Get up, start running. And I mean, let the empowerment of the Holy Spirit just boom. The, the same power that raised Christ from the dead is in you. You got it. You got everything you need. And you're about to go slay some giants. It's time for another fight. Go do it again. God bless y'all. You know, the further I go along, the more I appreciate white hair. I appreciate it more all the time. You know, I just, heard, I just uh, had this picture of your home, you together, and then fun just kept breaking out. Uh, you just kept breaking out when, when you two are around. Uh, you got your mojo working after a challenging season. I hear laughter and music and celebration coming now. The, the enemy tried to rob you of joy, but you dug in deep into your faith and you believed your beliefs. You quit believing your doubts. And joy came in the morning and you were before all this happened and during and after. You are a formidable team. You have hospitality that heals. You have love that sets free. 
you are a very, very capable leader, uh, but you don't, you don't flaunt it. You don't tell everybody you're a leader. They just know you carry it. You carry it with dignity. You're an inspirer, an exhorter, an inspector, and champion of the inner workings of the church. You get the big picture. You have to remind some of the other leaders about the big picture now and then. You're always looking for ways to improve efficiency and to better connect people to God and each other and their neighbors. You're a pillar in this house. Uh, You've served in most areas wherever you've seen a need. You're generous with your resources and with your time. Uh, More people are following you than you can see. Uh, You lead by example. That's your job description. Just go lead by example. That's what you do. I saw a prodigal returning. Then another. Then another. Then another. God is positioning you like the prodigal's father for this season of ingathering of a sleepwalking generation who are coming to the end of themselves, ready to come home. You're an elder among elders. Uh, That's good. You're a shamah guarding your bean field. You're a faithful man and a spiritual father. For you, uh, the gears in your intelligence motor are whirring all the time, always engaged. It's hard to shut your brain off. Uh, You lay lay in bed at night and your brain's swirling. You're going, stop it. Stop it. I need to sleep. Uh, You're a strategic thinker. You keep the big picture in view. You co-labor with your husband, but you do a whole lot on your own as well. You love your family. You love the church. You carry the DNA of this house very well. Uh, You have stood the test of time. And I saw that there's just no preferring of people in you, no prejudice, no agendas. You bring a welcoming presence into this house. But you are, uh, you're alert in the spirit. Your spiritual antennas of discernment are always up. You're a fierce protector of the young, the weak, and the hurting. And you don't mind cleaning up messes that people make. You don't like it, but you don't mind cleaning it up if they're willing to get involved. You don't let them stay in their messes. You clean them up, brush them off, and you get them ready and send them to help others clean up their messes. You're a good mentor and you're a good disciple of people. And you've seen it all. Not much surprises you or puts you off because you've seen what Jesus can do. And he still surprises you. He makes beautiful things from messy things. And he often uses you. Well, we spent multiple hours at dinner last night and I had no idea that you were a candidate couple. Oh man, thank you for a great time of fellowship last night, great meal. Uh, And I think these words are so fitting even after spending time with both of you. The first thing I wrote down, Sam, was welcome home. I, I I don't think you've ever left, but you've made this place a home. This, this is a, a place of rootedness for you and of, of great effectiveness. You've you found purpose and identity in your service here, and there is a strong gift of leadership and government on your life. You have earned every bit the right, the, your voice, 
carries a strong sense of influence and encouragement. You're in a healthy and a safe place. It's okay to let down your guard. Gifts that have been stifled or resistance that resisted in the past will find fertile soil here for growth to be released. Good with words, poetic in expression, powerful in expressing truth. You, you, you are a word smith. You understand, the, from a Scottish perspective, you understand the English language pretty well <laughs> and speak it pretty good. <laughs> uh, an apologist, in effect, strong in belief, not antagonistic, but gentle in presentation. You stay anchored on a, a fact, a truth, and you, you penetrate it with, with the word in the way that you present. Uh, set in a good place for growth and service, past lessons and effectiveness will lead you to opportunities for greater leadership and service. Your, your, your star, as bright as it is now, is, is rising to an even greater level of leadership and influence. Sam, God bless you. Helen, I saw this for you. Energetic, strong in endurance, faithful. When others wilt under pressure and difficulty, you're just beginning. You've been formed and fashioned by God for difficult assignments. You don't quit. You don't give up. You're tenacious, patient, and filled with faith. Encouraging leader, you, you encourage people in the way that you respond. Your words are, are positive and uplifting without being fl fl fluffy. They're truth-filled. Um, because you care for people, you encourage them, you build them up and comfort them, and uh, your reputation precedes you. You don't have to earn the right to speak. It's already there. You've earned it. And uh, you just are able to give words of comfort and such great uh, peace. Uh, for that, you are a prophetic encourager. Even though you may not call it prophecy, that is what, what you do. Uh, you've prayed for, for situations, you have insight, and you speak positively, comfort and encouragement. And God says, you're a, you're a prophetic gift into the body of Christ. Effective in your leadership, you influence many women uh, in great and positive ways. There's a gift of wisdom and knowledge that flows through you. And you do it in such easy comfort. It's over a, a table and a, a cup of coffee. You, you offer words that bring life to people in difficult situations. You two are an amazing couple. God bless you both. Let's say, I want our elders and pastors to come up. Sam is one of our elders, and Helen and Sam work together. Here, they're co-laborers. I thought that was a great word. The two of you work together every day, and they're happily married. It can, it can happen. It's a miracle right here. And, um, and they're my next-door neighbors. They live right next door, and I can attest that there is a party at their house almost every night. There are people over there keeping us up, right? So we're not party animals. But they're the most, honestly, seriously, they're the, Sam and Helen are the most hospitable people I know. They just uh, welcome people into their house all the time. And it's a spiritual gift that's on your lives. So, uh, Glenn, pray over Sam and Helen tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for Sam and for Helen. Thank you for your grace that is so evident in their lives. They put your love on display. They put your faithfulness on display. And so, Lord, I thank you that there is more that you have for them. Thank you for the words that have been spoken over them tonight. We call it up. 
We call it up, Lord, everything that you have for them, Lord. Give them the grace and the strength. Let their roots go deep. Let them, let them enjoy the fruit of all that they have sown. And God, use them. Multiply their uh, work, God, in generation after generation after generation. We say yes and amen to all that has been spoken over them. He who began a good work in you, Sam and Helen, will be faithful to complete it. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, you okay? Y'all have all stayed, so that's good. It's awesome. So we're going to, our last couple tonight, we have three couples. Our last is Pete and Karen Sanchez. Would you welcome Pete and Karen? Come on, pray for them. Hi, friends. <laughs> uh, Pete, uh, when I started praying for you as couple number three, I wrote this down. You have the mindset of a first responder. You run toward danger, not away from it. You're a quick thinker in chaos, innovative and calm. You're a mighty man, a warrior like one of David's three mighty men in First Chronicles 11, who went to Bethlehem to draw water you defend and fight, you serve with strength and loyalty, and you bring Holy Spirit refreshing from the well of God in the house of bread. You're courageous, you're fearless, you're loyal. Your leadership by position and influence is huge, way, way beyond what one house can hold, and I'm thankful for that. I can just say Gateway's been a beneficiary of that leadership, and so has the Kings, and now New Life. Administration and oversight uh, are something that are in your back pocket, easily done. Uh, pastoral sensitivity and leadership, you care for people. And because you do, people know, and they love you with all their heart. <laughs> Karen, I saw this. Tall and spiritual stature is who you are. Disciplined, consistent in quiet time, prayer, you're a giver, you serve, uh, you're, you, you rule your emotions, they don't rule you. You too are a warrior, a defender of the weak and the needy, strategic and resourceful. You demonstrate the qualities of a great steward, being both frugal and generous. <laughs> Women are drawn to you, children are blessed by you. A strong gift of faith, like the centurion soldier who met Jesus in Matthew 8, a person under authority, when, when Jesus says it, you, you act on it and know that it's going to be done. You, you are a, a, a warrior in prayer, a warrior in example. You lead people and minister. There's, there's leadership and faith, a gift of faith. People who are in trouble need somebody to stand with them. Their faith has been depleted. Come to you because you are gifted in faith and you know how to pray. Amen. God bless you both. You okay? Okay. 
Well, I hear grace communicators and life givers spoken over you as a couple. You two are approachable. People find it easy to relate to you because you keep the main thing, the main things. Uh, Love, joy, peace, forgiveness, acceptance, and freedom are songs that you sing that fill your wheelhouse and touch those around you, and some that are far off. Favor in this season is increasing. Follow the favor. Don't follow the difficulties. Let somebody else do that. Follow the favor. For you, uh, Pete, the sound of amazing grace is sweet in your ear and exudes through your life. It's a sound of hope and healing. You have a compelling story that should be told. I hear people saying, he sees me, he gets me, he still loves me and accepts me. They can know that about God because they can see that in you. You never meet a stranger. You have a welcoming spirit, a big old smile that lights up a room. You have a pastor's mantle and a father's heart. But you're also an uprooter of enemy schemes and one who pulls down strongholds. You're a man of spiritual insight and inspired initiatives, strong leader that people gladly follow. But underneath it all and overlaying it all, you are a Levite. Uh, Songs in the night come and take wing through you. You're a worshiper and you're a modern-day psalmist. Don't think you're too old for that. Uh, God gives songs. He does it. He gave me one the other night and just surprised me, and it's taken wing a little bit. And, and I'm encouraged. I thought I was too old to rock, but maybe I'm not. And for you, uh, you help people get off life support to breathe on their own. Uh, you're like a spiritual EMT quickly discerning the real issues where healing is really needed and where it starts. You go deep with people to help them find liberation from the trouble that's invading their soul. Some people have ministry toward the heart, and others have ministry toward the spirit, but you have a ministry toward the soul, that deep place of who people really are. You help them see who they really are, and you help them realize that it's, it's beautiful. It's a good thing. A word of wisdom is in you, a gift of discernment. You're a good organizer, effective communicator. You can do whatever is necessary. You were top of the class in leadership school. I see a generation of young women taking cues from you. Make room and make time for them. It's an investment with big returns. You get systems and you see their value, but people are what systems should serve, not the other way around. Your influence reaches widening. Your next season will be about multiplication, multiplying yourself through others that you equip. But you will increasingly stand in front to communicate what you hear and see in the quiet place. A second wind is coming for a fresh wave to surf with your husband in this next season. First, Karen, let me just say, you look just like my mother. So this is awesome. Uh, This is one of those moments. It's not weird. Uh, And I'm pretty sure I'm not the only person that says that because you you have a mama bear ministry. And and let me, this is such a cool thing to hear the Lord say something like this. Uh, People save your emails. So send more of them. People save your texts. So send more of them. 
I, I can't tell if God brought the two of you here and it was more about you or more about him. I mean, th- this place suits you. And there's going to be a lot of tugging on the, the cape uh, in this season. This is, God didn't bring you here to hide. That, that's the, the Texas way to just come right out and say it right there. He didn't bring you here to hide. He, he brought you here to heal. And that, that spirit of discernment, you, I saw you coming alongside of some very special people and helping them to, and, and I just saw you doing like, it was like you came up alongside of them and they were kind of getting off the path over here and you come up on this side of them and you just shoulder to shoulder and you just kind of go like this and get them right back on the path and they're like, oh, I was kind of wanting to go over here. I'm, I'm, I'm back on the line. This is great. You have this very sweet and subtle way of spanking. That's the way to say it. It's like they didn't even know it was actually a spanking and you're like, get back on the line now. But it doesn't look like that in your face. It's an anointing to do it. But I saw you doing it time and time again, that, that there's just some wayward children and you just come alongside and, and some of it is hurt. And I saw as you come shoulder to shoulder, I saw sometimes you put your arm around some of them and there's a healing touch. Uh, but here's a really strong phrase. If there's a kind of point your finger moment, no, it's not bad. Don't, don't, don't get scared. She's flinching. Respect your need for rest. So that's not bad, right? Because you're going to go, go, go at times because it, it, it's going to be more fun than it's been in a really long time. Not that it's been bad, but this is going to be more fun. This ride is going to be fun. And it's going to be so fun, you're going to get caught up and swept up from time to time. And you just need to remember those words. Because I believe they're the Lord's respect your need for rest. Pete, uh, pretty, pretty funny picture. Uh, saw a closet full of coats that don't fit. And saw you just spending a decent amount of time in that closet just trying to put those jackets on. And it was like one of them, you went like this and just split down the back. Another one was like twice as big as you are. And, and you, you actually came out. You had the guts to come out in several of these jackets that you knew didn't fit. And you're like, honey, how do I look? And she's like, uh, no. <laughs> uh, I don't know if, if her spankings are as nice with you. She might have said it a little bit more. That, but I saw these, this closet full of coats that don't fit. But I see you putting on this, this coat here in this house. And it fits like a glove. And I, I, I want to just submit this to you because I don't, I, I know of you and I met you uh, this last year, I think for the first time in the last 18 months, probably. Um, so I'm just going to submit this to you. It's okay to be excited about here because there have been some things going way back that the two of you got excited about that got taken away. And so I, I kind of sense this hesitation just to go, well, I mean, can, can we really, this seems too good to be true, God. This, this is like a great fit. And he's going, no, no, I did this. I did this. I personally sewed this coat for you. That's, that's a crazy thought right there. He didn't just knit you in your mother's womb. He knit this coat. He sewed this bad boy up for you, and it fits like a glove. And it's, it's time to come out of that closet and wear that thing around and you can come out and and everyone's going to know it fits. It's called an anointing. Not talking about clothing, we're talking about an anointing. 
that you haven't experienced before. And it's going to come out of left field. You are not going to see it coming. A new anointing. Not to do old things, Pete. To do new things. New anointing. New things. It is okay to take this sports car out for a ride and see what it's made of. Don't you dare go riding with Sam through that school zone because Sam's not in that car anymore. He's running out of the school zone. You, you can go pick him up, like go speed and just go pick him up. But take it out for a spin, Pete. This is going to be fun. Enjoy. Don't flinch. No flinching in this season. There is nothing to flinch about. It's a reward. This anointing is a reward for time served. Well done, my son. Welcome everybody up to come pray over Pete and Karen. Pete and Karen are relatively new to our team, but uh, a few years ago, the Lord spoke to me that we need spiritual moms and dads on our staff. We need more moms and dads. And the Lord brought me to Pete and Karen who exemplify mom and dad better than anyone I've ever met on on our team. And everyone on our pastoral team will tell you, these are moms and dads, spiritual moms and dads. Uh, that we love and adore, and we honor you. Uh, Pete has written songs that are sung all over the world. He oversees all of our worship. All the worship you see at New Life has Pete's thumbprint on it, has his stamp on it, and we're grateful for that. Karen, we just love and adore you and appreciate you so much. Daniel, Pastor Daniel, pray over him tonight. Father, we pray tonight that Pete and Karen would hear your voice. Well done, good and faithful. You have been faithful, and Lord, we thank you that you will make them ruler over more. Thank you, Lord, that their, their years ahead will be years of great fruit. We thank you that everything they touch will prosper. We thank you that they will laugh and sing and delight that the song of the Lord would remain in their house. And Lord, we pray that they would hear the absolute affirmation of the Father. Well done. And so, Lord, we pray for their future. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift his bright, smiling countenance upon you and grant you both peace and all of yours. Peace in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, stand up with me tonight. Are you okay with this? We're about an hour in. Stretch out, okay? If you want a word, wear red, okay? No, that's the joke, okay? I said that one time, and the next night, half the crowd had red on, all right? And so don't, I'm joking about that. But uh, we just want to see if the Lord wants to speak to some of you, okay? And it'll be the same, same thing, worship. I mean, uh, you know, just strengthen, encourage, and comforting to you, so... Let's just pray over each other and let these guys come down and uh, we're just, they'll just bring the mic out. They're going to ask you your name. So if you're in the witness protection program, give them whatever name you want. <laughs> but, and then we'll have a recording of the word for you, I think, afterwards. So let's just ask the Holy Spirit to speak. So Father in heaven, thank you for these words that have already come tonight. Thank you for the way you love your people. So I'm asking now tonight that you would just speak to all of us in the room. Just speak to us. 
Lord, give us the ability, Lord, to hear you even when the word is for someone else. Lord, let us receive everything you want for us tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, maybe seated, and they're going to come out with a microphone. They'll ask you to stand, give your name, and uh, they'll give you the word, okay? Go ahead, Wayne. Well, it's a pleasure to be with you, and I just wanted to say, Pastor Brady, that the worship team was awesome tonight. I uh, really appreciate Did you all appreciate them? And you've created a good environment for us to move in the prophetic because worship releases the prophetic, and faith releases the prophetic. So I appreciate your partnership I have a word for this lady with blonde hair and a dark top right back here, about five or six rows back. Right there. I'm pointing at you. Yes. Can you stand up? Shout out your name. Okay. I heard this. It's not the beginning of the end. It's the end of the beginning. Uh, you're walking toward the new that God has for you. Just keep walking. Let some old things go. Don't be too sentimental. It's time to grab hold of the new that God has in front of you. Uh, tears of disappointment are turning to tears of joy. It's breakthrough time for you. Uh, it's, it's been difficult, but you've stood. You've stood and been faithful. I come to encourage you tonight, so be encouraged. Amen. Would you stand up? What's your name? Les, great to meet you. Got a scripture for you, but I'll, I'll share the picture with you first. Uh, kind of a random thing. It was like I saw you get sucker punched and trip at the exact same time. Uh, really random, uh, but it, I, I just kind of saw a, it, it seemed like a cheap shot. Um, and there was a bit of a, a stumble. And I want to I read a passage I felt the Lord give me during worship for you. Psalm 37, verses 23 and 24. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail. Every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall. For the Lord holds them by the hand. And here's what I saw. I saw you trip. And I just saw him go, nope. And he picked you right up. And you felt covered up, you felt hidden, you felt like maybe even a little bit that God didn't see some things that you were, you were asking for. Every detail, less. every detail. You might have tripped, but he caught you. And one of the things he's teaching me right now that I think will minister to you is some of the sweetest moments in your walk with God are when you trip and he catches you. God bless you, man of God. You just need to stand back up. What was your name again? Les. I heard this. You are strong. You're not weak. A little tender, a little beat up, but gaining strength. In just a little while, Coach Jesus will call for you to get back into the game with a mind to win the prize. You are a winner. Uh, you know now it doesn't happen in human strength alone. It's the Lord who calls our number, gives us his strength, and fights our battles. Uh, I see restoration, I see reconciliation, I see rejuvenation, and I see celebration. It's going to be a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year for you. Are you two together? Are, are, 
will you stand? Are you married? Of course. Okay, excellent. <laughs> okay, good. What's your names? Bob and Laura, hi. Uh, when I, I was first drawn to you, but I think this word applies to both of you. There's, there's an authority that is on your life. When you walk into a room, you can command the room and not even say a word. People are drawn to you as a couple in that way. You uh, carry a similar authority uh, over your life. And I, uh, I want to say, first of all, well done. Well done. You've managed the influence and the authority of your life well. You've stewarded it, stewarded it well. There's a, 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 an opportunity, maybe it's a new season that you're stepping into and there was a question I felt that you had in this and that is, we know what, what the past has been. We, we don't know what, what the future, how will this all work out? And this, I can't give you a scripture and verse, but I think this is a true principle. And this phrase goes like this, leopards don't change their spots and things are transferable. But the best I can come up with is a passage in Luke that says faithful in little, faithful in much. Everything you've experienced, everything that you've, you've uh, contended for, you'll carry into the new assignment, the new season. And God will use you in spectacular ways because you're faithful, you're diligent, and you manage authority and influence with strategic power. You're a tremendous couple, and God bless you both. Chris, everyone's wishing they sat over on this, in this side right here. You're like, man, I should have sat over there. No, don't worry. We'll get over that way. Chris, right? Yeah, would you stand? Uh, I don't know, Chris. We met last night and talked for about five minutes. Um, uh, I know a touch about you, but, but not a lot. So I shared exactly the way I heard it and saw it. Um, God's giving your co-pilot an anointing and he's bringing more, uh, I'll say it this way, uh, he's going to fill your stable with anointed co-pilots. And here's one of the reasons, because he's giving you a new plane. Okay, I'm not talking about a literal plane, all right, so hang with me. It doesn't mean that the old plane doesn't fly because the, the other picture I saw was a hangar full of planes but it's time to start raising up these co-pilots because God's got, it's more than one thing. It's more than one thing. You've gotten really good at this one thing, really, really good at it. You could do it forever, but you've got to decide. You want to fly in the same plane for the rest of your life or do you want a hangar full of planes? And even better than that for a man like you is a stable full of anointed co-pilots. So get ready, prepare. And the way to prepare is to sow into every person that looks like a co-pilot right now. And God's going to bring some, and you're going to grow some. It's going to be a combination. But I, I sense there, there's a new plane coming. There's a new challenge. There's a new mountain. Old mountain doesn't die, doesn't go away. Don't give up. A hangar full of airplanes and a stable full of co-pilots. Have fun flying, buddy. Yeah, hi. <laughs> What's your name? Karim. Yeah. Uh, I saw this. First uh, Corinthians 14 says, earnestly desire spiritual gifts. And uh, you, your generation, but in particular you in your generation, 
You want to see the, the miraculous power of God released. You want to do the stuff and, uh, and carry it to your generation. And what I believe is, as you press in to know God and to devote yourself to him, what he's going to do is empower you through the presence of the Holy Spirit with the, the power to see, to do, to be. You'll, you'll do prophetic ministry. You'll do deeds of power and miracles. You'll see it happen, and you'll learn, you'll learn it in a way that you can impart it to others in your generation. God wants to be miraculous in our lives, and he, he'll be miraculous in yours as you press in to get to know him in an intimate way. Amen. God bless you. Right here. Yeah. Yeah, the one that's all surprised. What's your name? Victoria. Victoria. Nice to meet you. The one who cheers for everyone else is the one everyone cheers for. Yeah. Um, yeah, they kind of like you, I guess. Yeah, I don't even know you. That's great. It's great for people to feel that way about you. You have an assistant coach anointing. And sometimes you, you compare to coaches, to head coaches, quote unquote, and that's not, don't get into that whole thing. And let me let you in on a little secret. Players' favorite coaches are the assistants, <laughs> not the head coach. They're the ones that have to be the mean one most of the time, have to put everything in order, and you're the one that comes alongside and says, let me help you understand what he was just saying, what she was just saying. And you're like a, a natural interpreter of difficult news. I mean, you, you just put a, a, it's like you put a, a velvet glove over an iron fist and make it palatable and easy to be touched by. It's just what you do. And here's what I saw years from now, years from now, I saw you bumping in to older people that you've never seen before, so you think. And they know you. And they stop you in the airport. I saw it as clear as day. Someone's going to stop you one day, many years from now, and go, oh my goodness, it's you. You don't remember me. And they're going to point all the way back to 30 years prior and say, we went on a walk one day, and you walked me through one of the most difficult days of my life, and I've never forgotten you, and I pray for you constantly. That was a snapshot of how a lot of people are gonna take what you do. Never underestimate the power of one moment under the anointing of God, being obedient and walking, walking alongside of these beloved little ones. You're awesome. You're a freak show. That's a compliment. Are you two a couple? Would you mind standing and tell me your name? Ryan and Kayla, hi. You've been on the discipleship growth track, and uh, I, I want to say I believe what the Lord wants you to know is you're doing great. You, you're frustrated with yourself. You think you should be further along than you are, uh, but the Lord would say to you, you're doing great. You're developing just as I desire. And here's a little insight for you. Uh, growth, just like spiritual growth, just like human growth, happens in, in stair-step fashion. So you, uh, on the tread of the stair-step, you assimilate the things that you've taken in, that you've incorporated, and that, as you do that, it prepares you for the next rise in growth. And so, you know, if, do you have kids? 
So you understand when, when they, all of a sudden they start eating you out of house and home, you go, what's going on? And then their, their pants are too short or you know, their dresses don't fit. It's, it, it's the way it works. This is exactly what happens in spiritual growth. You guys have been on a tread, uh, assimilating things that you've been learning and you're doing a good job. Don't get frustrated with yourself. God says you're doing a good job. S- stay with it. You're qualifying yourself for the next rise in, in growth and, and authority in God's kingdom. Amen. God bless you. Amen. This guy right here, what's your name? Jonah, can you stand up? Jordan. Jordan, you were, you were glad when 2017 ended. You've been in preparation mode during 2018. It's not been easy, but you've seen some progress. 2019 will be like an open gate after you felt cooped up for a long time. Lean into the fine-tuning the Holy Spirit will continue through 2018, a December graduation and an opening of gates in 2019. Be encouraged. Finish 2018 well. Embrace 2019 with faith. Right here. Are you guys together? Yeah. Yeah, you had to think about that for a sec. Are you married or are you? You're definitely together married. Okay, would you stand up? That's great. I don't want to get you in trouble. It was like I asked you your age. You're like, how old am I this year? What are your names? Jared and Holly. Jared and Holly. Hey, okay. uh, Preston, they're candidates. Uh, they're going through presbytery. Oh, well, thanks for taking sorry, the last, yeah. last minute there. You no. should have said something, Jared. All right. All right. They're okay, going to be sorry. tomorrow night, so. Yep. Okay. Bookmark that word, all right? All right. Well. Okay, this, uh, this young man right here, what's your name? Dijon. you stand up? God made a way for you, so you're a way maker. God broke some chains off you, so you're a chain breaker now. You don't have to leave your day job. Your ministry field is there too. You don't just teach, you educate. You don't just preach, you liberate. Spiritual warrior, you got knocked down so you know what it feels like. Go make a way. Go break some chains. Your mighty God is with you. It's time to be who you are and quit apologizing for it. It's time to be the man of God you were meant to be. You're a way maker and a chain breaker. Hi. What's your name? Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. Jeremiah, I uh, was taken, I was drawn to you in worship tonight. Your, your heart pressing into God and worship was so uh, challenging, I guess, special. And here's what I felt like the Lord said to you, that you've been in a season, you've been up against something, praying and asking God to bring the wall down, and uh, it hasn't come down, but you've continued to worship. You've continued to press in, and uh, it, it was a test. And God says, because in the midst of this, you continue to praise me and worship me, the wall's coming down, and I'm going to change. What, the barrier that you haven't been able to, uh, to remove, I will remove. The, the season of testing is over. You've proven yourself as a worshiper, not for what you can get, but because of who he is. And because of that, he's going to do a mighty thing for you. God bless you, Jeremiah. 
You guys aren't candidates, are you? Okay, great. Would you stand up? <laughs> what are your names? Uh, Andrew. Andrew. And Bethany. and Bethany. And you guys are together, right? Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Andrew and Bethany. It's not time yet. It's still not time. But not because you're not capable. Not because you're not qualified. Not because you're not deserving. It's not time simply because it's not ready yet. And I saw the two of you in front of this huge bowl. I mean, I, I can't describe how big. It, it just, it, it was a, it, in Texas, we'd say it's a big old bowl. It, it's a big bowl. And I, I saw you in your time alone with the Lord, just at times weeping and filling this bowl with tears. I saw you filling it with praise. I saw you filling it with declarations. I, I, I mean, just, and the bowl is about half full. And let me just, I'm going to say it exactly like I heard it. If you'll fill it up, I promise you, I'll dump it on you. If you'll keep going. Don't pay attention to anything. Don't pay attention to the level of the liquid in that bowl. If you will fill that bowl, I promise you, I will dump it on you. And that's what you asked me for. You didn't ask God for some specific thing. You just asked for an anointing, the likes of which you hadn't seen. If you'll fill that bowl, he'll dump it on you. Get your towels out. <laughs> Are you two together? Do you mind standing? What's your name? Kristen and Brett. So I saw the word unconventional over the two of you. Uh, you, you are unconventional, I believe, in the way that you would approach life and issues of life and your relationship with God. And there's, a, there's two parts to that. One part is it's not going to be like even you expected. It's unconventional. But the other side of that is an affirmation uh, uh, that you're on the right path. You don't have to follow somebody else's path to, for it to be God's path in your life. Because you are following after God, even though it's unconventional, you're going to look back and there's going to be a whole tribe of people following in your path. You're, you're a trailblazer in the things of God, in the, in the nature of God, experiences of God, and you're going to lead a whole generation of people uh, along that same path uh, who are unconventional and looking for the right way to come, the answers, and you've got them. So be bold, and share your faith, and blaze the trail. God bless you both. This is for uh, Stephanie. Can you stand up? You, you liked something on my Instagram or something the other day, and I saw your little picture popped up, and, and, I, and I just had a picture of your hair, just the wind was blowing really hard on you, and, and I knew God was trying to say something, and I feel like he said, there's an apostolic wind blowing across your life. You will increasingly be about building and strengthening foundations. With a prophetic gift giving you insight, you'll become a master builder of foundations in people, churches, and processes. Eventually, you will do the same in other places, other churches, other cities, and other nations. 
get your passport updated. You have an ability to inspire people toward excellence and generosity and giving of themselves. Your example inspires. Your words travel well. A good communicator. Just tell your soul to be still and be confident in Jesus. You don't have to strive. There's more to you than you can see. It's time to step into his presence, step up into your purpose, and step out in faith. It's no problem because you're a stepper. You're a stepper. You can do all things through Christ, who is your strength. Guy right here. Yeah. Yep. What's your name? Chris, don't look so excited about this. It's not like a trip to the dentist, my man. <laughs> not, not that bad, buddy. I promise. Um, two, two parts to this. Uh, I, I'll give you the... There's no bad news in this. All right. I'll just say this one first. It's time to fill the tool shed. Uh, you, I saw you being really good at one thing in particular, and it's like I, I, I sometimes it's like the Lord lets you hear kind of the internal dialogue, the conversation somebody has with the Lord. It's at least the way it comes across. And kind of saw you going, maybe this is it. This is it. This this is what I'm supposed to do. And just sense the Lord saying, uh, buddy, th- that's a talent. But I've created you to be a ten talent. Man, don't get focused on that one thing. It's, it's time to start playing with some new tools. You're going to hammer your thumb every once in a while. It's okay. That's all right. But you're a master builder, Chris. You're a master builder. And I'm going to give you this next part, and I want to be really careful in the way I say it, all right? I, and it, I, I would tell you if I felt that I, I felt something or sent something, but I think it's, a, it's in a head kind of a word where the Lord's just sending you mail in advance, all right? Here's what I felt like he said. If you will walk the tightrope of integrity, I'll give you a launch pad to get you over that mountain faster than everybody else. But you've got to stay on the tightrope of integrity. Don't allow the temptation that may come to distract you. You stay focused, and you're not going to climb that mountain. It's going to be, you're going to get a ride over the top of it. You stay on that tightrope, all right? Ten talent man. You're a good man, Chris. Master builder. Go get it done, my man. You're a beast. (laughs) What's your name? Teresa? Tracy. Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Tracy, there's a, a gentle sweetness, uh, an aroma that, that wafts off of your life. It's the aroma of God. It, you don't have to do or say anything. It's just a part of who you are. It's God's fragrance. That you're like the flower that when someone walks by, they, they smell the aroma and then they look to discover uh, what, what's there. Uh, people walk by your life and they see the aroma of God. They see the worship that it, you do. Uh, that is a part of your life, and uh, they take note. Uh, I, I saw this just as an encouragement. There's a teaching gift in you. 
there's a teaching gift on you. you. You are a line upon line kind of person. You like to figure things out. You like to work out the details and then impart it in a, in a similar way. Uh, are you married? A mom? So you start that, you exercise that teaching gift in your home. You've, you've even taught your husband some things he needed to know. But, <laughs> but your kids are, are a reflection of that and it's moving outside of the home. You, you're a gifted teacher. More and more opportunities will open to you uh, to share the things that you have uncovered yourself because you yourself are a learner. When those doors open up, say yes. It's God, and he's exercising a gift that he's put in your life. Amen. God bless you. Right here. Yep. Yeah, you just knew it was coming, didn't you? I get, that's what I'm talking about right there. A couple other people are like, no, 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 don't look at me. And you're like locking eyes, like, come on, let's go. What's your name? <laughs> Ellie? Awesome name. Man, Ellie, it's like the enemy has thrown some of his best punches at you. And you, you have not buckled I mean, you, you, it was like I saw him try a spirit of confusion and just, it was like I heard the, the wind of the Lord just go, and it just blew right off. He, he's just tried all kinds of different things, but nothing's worked. It hasn't, the, the, the blows haven't landed. You are as strong as an ox. You have strength five times beyond your years. Know this though, you've been called to run with oxen not thoroughbreds. There's a difference. One of my favorite passages in Proverbs says, only a stable without oxen remains clean. You need a little bit of a heads up. There's some messes ahead that you didn't create that God's going to ask you to clean up. So don't get frustrated by that. It's just a part of, of what he's teaching you in this season. But he isn't just teaching you right now. He is loading you up for a battle. I would not want to pick a fight with you, Ellie. I wouldn't. You have this scrappy anointing on you to just mix it up. You don't back down. And I just saw the Lord kind of pushing you towards some people who are curled up in the fetal position. And you just walk up. And when you walk up, they stand up. And the two of you fight. And you fight. I saw you teaching people how to win, how to walk victoriously. I saw God giving you words. I mean, some words of knowledge, not just words of prophecy. I saw him giving you things to say that many will read. You have influence on you. You know it. You've always known it. But in order to break through some of the walls that are ahead, he had to give you that scrappy. You got that anointing for scrappy, and, and I don't see it very often. You're going to burst through some walls. And don't worry, there are a few really big ones ahead. Don't be intimidated by them. At just the right time, God's going to send some oxen to help you run to that wall. You're going to have a wall full of trophies. You enjoy this ride because you can do it, Ellie. You're awesome. This couple right here. What's your name? Hi, I'm Dave. Becky. Can you all stand up, Dave and Becky? You know, the enemy's a liar. Have you heard that? He really is. And I come to tell you that it's not as bad as it seems. 
God is good. All his ways are just. His mercies are new every morning. And you are under the shadow of his wings. Goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your lives. You ask for a word. And I come to remind you that God hears when you pray. So ask again and keep asking. Seek him again and keep seeking. Knock again and keep on knocking. And the door you need to open will open. I suspect it's a relational door that you need to see open. And it's going to open. It's been on your heart. And you've almost given up uh, hope. Uh, But God says, don't. Don't. You're standing in the gap for something that's precious to him. Amen. Hi, this is for you. Yep. What's your name? Hi, Ron. Uh, Ron, I, I saw Titus 3.5 over you. It, it, it's a passage that says, not by works of righteousness, which you've done, but according to his mercy, he saved you by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. And what I felt as I pondered on that scripture over your life is there's been, you've been pressing into God for something, uh, um, an answer to prayer or a concern or a desire. And uh, you've been saying, what do I need to do? Do I need to, and I I feel like the answer that the Lord wants to give you is, you, you don't need to do anything. It's not by works of righteousness that this is gonna take place. There's a, there's a, a renewing work. There's some things that are being rebuilt, refashioned, and it, and it takes a little bit of time to be able to do that, but that's, what, that's God's business. He's doing that in you, so if you'll be patient, you'll see the answer that you've been asking for. Not because you have to do anything more, you don't have to pray more, you don't have to read your Bible more, you don't have to go to church more. It's, it's not anything you're gonna do, it's something he's gonna rebuild in you, and then you'll see the answer to what you desire. Amen, God bless you. This is, a, this is from Pastor Brady. Can you come stand out here? I like your shoes a lot. I heard this for you on the way over. Uh, you have turned the tide in this house from an inflowing stream to an outflowing river. I heard that Philemon 1.6 will be a major point of direction for 2019. I pray that you may be active in sharing your faith so that you will have a full understanding of every good thing we have in Christ. It's not a time to merely learn more. It's a time to live out what you already know with those around us. Let this confirm what's already in your heart. I come to commend you for leading this church into health and hope. It's time to pioneer in leading this house into hundreds of creative, timely ways to be active in sharing their faith. A fresh move of God's Spirit, a second Jesus movement, is on the horizon. Your focus is to, be pas- is to passionately love God and love people. Your song will be Psalm 24:9. Open up the ancient gates, open up the ancient doors, and let the King of Glory enter. Be inspired, be encouraged. Stay humble, but be bold. Thank you. I received that. Stand with me tonight, and uh, thank you, Wayne. That was so affirming. I was listening to all the words in due season. I was so moved because 
I know many of you that were called up, and I mean, Jordan's word, good grief. Um, he, he doesn't know uh, the journey your family's been on. And, um, you know, just to tell you how miraculous this moment is, uh, Jordan and Mindy's was in 2017, was wrapping up cancer treatment for your boy. And Wayne didn't know that. And he said, you were glad 2017 was over. Well, we were all glad for you that 2017 ended so well and got such a good report. But he didn't know that. Uh, Wayne didn't know that story. We knew that story when it was given to you. And that's what makes these, these gatherings so powerful. As a guy from Arkansas walks in, tells a guy from Louisiana who's now living in Colorado about uh, something that happened a year and a half ago. And that's powerful to me. Um, and that's miraculous. And I love, I love these gatherings for that reason. So if you want, you can come back tomorrow, okay? So it's at 10 a.m. Uh, tomorrow morning. And then tomorrow night, again, at 6.30, we're going to have the same services. And uh, more, more of our leaders will go through prophetic ministry. And then we'll, we'll, we'll see if the Lord's speaking among us, okay? So will you... Lean in and come, come as excited tomorrow night as you were tonight. That was, there's a reason why these words come so easily. It's because you're, you're open and you're welcoming the Holy Spirit's work. And I guarantee if I ask these three guys, they can stay in here another hour uh, if we wanted them to. But it's a school night, so we're going to let you go, all right? So can we just pray over these three guys? They, put, they gave out a lot tonight, and it's a lot of work. I'm just telling you, this is a lot of work. So let's pray over them, and, and then you're released, and we'll see you tomorrow morning and tomorrow night. So, Father, thank you for speaking. Thank you for your word. Thank you that you're present among us. Lord, would you just refill Preston and Wayne and Tom tonight? Would you just, Lord, bless them a hundredfold back for the blessing that they've been here tonight? And Lord, give them deep rest and deep sleep. And Lord, prepare our hearts for tomorrow. And we go tonight in the peace of the Lord. We go tonight full of your spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen? Amen. Go out of here tonight in peace. I'll see you tomorrow.